Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. This afternoon's study will focus on God as light. God is light. So uh, theos in the Greek. Theos is light. Notice the state of being verb. God and the word light in Greek is phos, P-H-O-S. So God is Boss, and in him is no darkness at all. And the word darkness uh, from the Greek is the word skotia. Skotia means the consequences of darkness as a result of sin. There's another word, skotus, that I'm not going to, to discuss today, but skotia uh, means the consequences of, of darkness, and therefore it means unhappiness. It also means ruin. When we go to the other words, skotos, uh, I'll deal with that in another show. But uh, for today, I want to focus on that. And what the Bible says about uh, what happens to the lives of those who reject God and who reject uh, salvation in Jesus. So then uh, there's the other side of, of those who are believers and who do not live distinctive Christian lives. They live lives that are gray and not either black or white. They live lives that are, are, are in tune or with the spirit of the age. And the spirit of the age is in radical opposition against God. And this is why in uh, many of my teachings, I, I talk about the, the so-called Christian counseling movement, which used uh, or uses uh, the teachings of men, the teachings of psychologists, the teachings of worldly therapists, and they try to synergistically link the teachings of men with the Word of God, whereas the Word of God does not need or rely on the teachings of man. God is light. And so the, the healing of the, the heart of the individual uh, begins with salvation in Jesus. Uh, that is, the healing of the heart begins with the new birth. The new birth as wrought by the Spirit of God in which the person is translated out of darkness into the marvelous light of God by virtue of being born again through the power of, of the Holy Spirit. And so it is imperative that individuals understand that when the individual is born again or made new 
by the Spirit of God, he has been translated. There is that hiatus between darkness and light. So 1 John 3.17 reads, is that men love darkness rather than light uh, because their deeds were evil. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds their deeds were evil. So now notice in John three sixteen, John three seventeen read for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 19 reads, and this is the condemnation, that light, uh, there should be an article before the, uh, uh, the noun light, should read the light, and this is the common, uh, condemnation, that the light is coming to the cosmos, and men loved the darkness, rather than the light, because their deeds were evil. And so, uh, and this is why this morning, or this afternoon, I'm talking about the consequences of sin. Uh, Their deeds were evil. That is, their deeds were ruinous, created unhappiness. Uh, And so man loved darkness, because their deeds were evil. Darkness is scotia. And then we have an, uh, another word for evil uh, that's given to us in the uh, in the Greek New Testament, and this is a very very interesting word. So uh, John three tells us, and we're going to take a look at this in verse nineteen. Uh, so their works. Because these were their works were evil. So the Greek word is panera, panera, and it means labor, sorrow, and pain. Labor, sorrow, and pain. Or, and then if you look, so the word for evil at the end of verse 19. Uh, in John 3, is different from the word evil in verse 20. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Now, in uh, verse 20, the word evil means that which is good for nothing. That which is good for nothing. And it also means uh, mediocre. And so you see uh, the translators have uh, translated uh, the word for evil in verse 19. It comes over to us as evil and English, and we have our own ideas or connotations that we associate with evil. And then in verse 20, we have another word. And both are translated by the, into the uh, English as evil. So... Uh, I want you to see the, the nuances and the differences uh, between those two words and how important they are uh, within this context. And so uh, notice 
uh, what the scripture uh, uh, teaches us in verse 19, and this is the condemnation. That false or the false is coming to uh, the cosmos. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Another thing that I want to bring out to you is that uh, the word uh, in John 3, 16, for God so loved, God so loved agape. Um, And so uh, this is a very important word. And this word is the same word that's used in verse 19 where we read, for men love darkness rather than light. And just think of the emphasis that the Holy Spirit has put into these two words. Verse 16, for God so loved the world. And uh, the emphasis here is obviously on the love of God. And so agape is a noun of action, as is the word faith in the New Testament. Faith is a noun of action. The word for love in the New Testament is a noun of action. Uh, grace or caddis is also a noun of action. That is, is a word, it is a word with the characteristics of a, of a noun and a verb. And so we look at verse 19, men love darkness. And so it is the same word for love, agape, in John 3, 16. Notice the emphasis Notice uh, the, how compellingly powerful the narrative is. Notice what God is telling us about the, the people of the world. Notice what God wants us to notice. And so I want you to understand why it is uh, when men try to, uh, when people say, well, I'm a Christian teacher, and I'm joining the wisdom of men with the wisdom of God. So this syncretism is allowable. Well, I remember in the Old Testament that the people of God in the northern kingdom uh, got involved in idolatry. The idolatry ate up grace. The idolatry ate up uh, Yahwism. These people believe that they could have a relationship with the world and a relationship with Yahweh uh, simultaneously. So they believe they could hold this the tension of this of this uh, woeful theological dualism, and it served and it uh, destroyed them. In 722 BC, the Assyrians came and swept them away. They were utterly destroyed, utterly ruined by this false theology. False theology doesn't change. It always seeks to denigrate or to compromise the truth of God with the wisdom of men. That is unbiblical. That is ungodly. And it serves to erode or destroy the distinctiveness of who we are as believers. And so believers believe that they can walk in the world and walk with God. And the Bible says, that's a lie. That is not true. James chapter 4 reads, verse 1, quote, From whence comes wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts, that war in your members. You lust and have not. 
you kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you have not because you ask not. You ask God and receive not because you ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your lusts. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world or cosmos is enmity with God. That is, you make yourself an enemy with God. Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the cosmos or world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Verse 6, but he giveth more grace. That should read super grace. Wherefore, he saith, God resists the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Unquote. Now listen, he is speaking to believers. And notice, there is an arrogance that believes uh, I, we can wed the wisdom of men and the wisdom of God. That is ungodly, it is unbiblical, it is unscriptural. There are teachers twisted in their, in their persons who do not love God and who want to normalize uh, for, for believers the teaching of the world. They want to join the wisdom of God with the darkness, the dark teachings of men. That is, that is terrible for believers. We need solely the word of God. Don't let a teacher come in and seek to normalize in your life that which is of the cosmos and that which is of God. Because eventually, you will compromise your life. Now notice, therefore, this is the end of verse 4, therefore, whoso will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Understand where this goes. Understand how this ends. Understand the ruin it creates. It's time for us as believers to clean up our lives so that we can get right before God and live before him as we should. Look around you at the cosmos. Look how it is falling apart. Look what the devil has done to the lives around you. Take wisdom. Get back to the word. Get holy. Repent of your sin. Get close to God. Get in fellowship with God. Walk in the light with God as he is in the light. And you will have a wonderful life. Stop listening to the false teachers. Stop listening to the teachings of men and listen only to God's word. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Gisleyrich, and God bless you.